if I do admit to myself that this is who I am at a fundamental level, that this is how I love, that this is um, that this is what um, what is the fullest and truest and wholest version of me. I could experience shame on the other side of it. Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things real talk and conscious conversations about shit that really fucking matters. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, mindset coach, actor, and truth teller extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought to help you face your fears, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode 95 of the podcast. (sighs) How are y'all doing? Are you still quarantined? Which part of the country are you in? Is it insane where you are? I don't even know. What is happening in the world? If you're as lost as I am, welcome to what is 2020. Um, Today's conversation, uh, I want to invite you to pull up a chair, um, maybe get a cozy blanket and a cup of tea and sit with me um, as we navigate through this together um, or go for a walk and put your put your headphones on this is this is a conversation that is um, and, and a thought really it's me like brain dumping to be frank um, that I, I want you to be intentional with for your heart too because it deep dives into a lot of stuff um, that is uh, is going to be hard expansive, but also can be, uh, charged. Uh, I think the topic of shame in general is charged. So I just want to invite you to, uh, really be intentional with how you spend your time with me right now, whether that's going for a walk and being around nature with a mask on, um, or, uh, or, or pouring yourself a cup of tea and joining me. Um, but before, we get there. Um, want to make sure you guys stay in the loop. And um, as a reminder, this is coming up real soon. The Live Your Fuck Yes Life Summit, virtual summit, thank you very much, is freaking coming. And true story, y'all. <laughs> yes, I've been saying y'all. Uh, um, true story. I have had it on my vision board for 2021 to finally run my own summit of some kind, um, a, a, a in-person event. Um, I was going to be running a few events this year, um, for my unapologetically confident, um, group program, which, uh, obviously had to get postponed. Uh, we were supposed to have one in April in New York. Um, and that did not happen because thank you pandemic. Um, and you know, I've run a whole bunch of events and retreats in the past, um, with a company I used to own called empowered and free. And, I love, I love the power of events. There is something so freaking potent and powerful. And it's been on my vision board to create that. And as uh, the world that we were living in now um, was coming to fruition, um, and I've been sitting in quarantine for so fucking long and dealing with this, I was like, what do my people need? What are they feeling called to? What is serving my community? And what could I be doing that is serving them in in a more intense way? And ding, 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 my idea of making this happen this year and and creating it in a virtual way um, just immediately took off. And within 
days and I kid you not days of coming up with this um this idea and and sitting with it and just really really feeling it in my bones like this was exactly what needed to happen for all of you um I reached out to a a very very select few of humans like my dream top people to have and be guest speakers um for this summit who were like, if I could host an event tomorrow, they were the people that I would want there teaching and guiding you through and really, really, really breaking you open on such incredible freaking topics. Um, and I reached out to all of them and they all fucking said yes within a day, within a fucking day, you guys, within a day. Um, and I am just so excited to bring this event to you. It is completely virtual. It is, um, happening in a private Facebook group, um, so that you will be able to have access to it, whether you can be there live, which I highly recommend if you can, but even if you can't, you can come back and watch the recordings, um, just with your, your purchase of our ticket. Um, all the information for how to snag that, um, is in the show notes. Um, or if you go to my Instagram page, it'll also be in my link in my bio. Um, but I'm so, so excited. Um, we have amazing guest speakers such as MB, who you're going to be hearing tonight. She's going to be leading us through a breath work and meditation workshop. Um, and then also, um, you might recognize a lot of these humans from previous podcast, um, episodes. Um, so I'm so excited to, uh, be welcoming Madeline Moon back. Um, and she's going to be really tapping into what it is to embody your feminine energy and do some incredible work. I know a lot of you are big fans of her as am I. Um, and then Anna Maria Locke is coming and she's going to be deep diving into the seasons of our cycle and how to really tap into our feminine, um, energy, um, um, and, 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 um, and our like cyclical menstrual cycles with intention. Um, and then Rachel Wright, um, who is our resident podcast, um, th- mental health, uh, expert and therapist and sex educator, um, is going to be diving into mental health and how owning who you really are is a contribute, such a beautiful contributing factor to that. And, um, then we have Jessica DeMasi, who you may know as Holy Healed on Instagram, um, who's going to be deep diving into all things liberation from around body shame and, um, and, and diet culture and, um, and the incredible Grace Presley who runs the community, um, a story worth loving and is also, um, uh, trauma nurse, um, is going to be joining us. And if you know her, you know her wisdom. And I am just so excited to be welcoming all of these guest experts and be leading you, um, through this incredible, incredible experience of self-awareness and um, intentional living and just really, really deep diving into all things your fuck yes life. Um, I cannot wait to watch you uh, just have so many uh, takeaways and uh, and really, really do this deep dive work like that we dive into the podcast on a, you know, we, we get into it, but it's all surface. And this is really going to just expand you and open you in such a beautiful way and a, an intentional way. Um, we are, the summit is going down on May 30th. It's a Saturday. Um, and, um, like I said, it's going to be in a private Facebook group and we'll be going live inside the space and, um, and it's going to be incredible. So make sure you get your tickets, um, so you can get access to the group and, um, and all that goodness. And I cannot wait to see you in there again. All that information is in the show notes. Um, and yeah, let's do the damn thing. (sighs) Hi loves. I, I want to 
to come in here and talk to you about, <laughs> I had a whole other, you know, my MO, I always have a whole other, uh, intention or plan. I don't, I, I often have like ideas or you guys, um, reach out about things that you want to hear more of on the podcast. And, um, I keep those as a, a running note on my phone to provide a space to support and, um, and teach and educate and, um, encourage and facilitate, uh, open conversation around. And it always seems to happen around when I, um, it's time for a solo episode or when I feel called to do a solo episode. And, um, (laughs) always whatever I think I'm going to talk about so often changes because, um, my heart is pulled to share uh, vulnerably about something that I'm sifting through myself, and um, and maybe you are too. And I uh, I would bet that every single one of you listening, in some way, is. And I will be very very uh, mm, upfront with you that this is raw and unfinished, and a lot of people in the um, in the personal development, self-development space or the, the world that I live in, um, don't tend to believe in the idea of, um, sharing something while it is not resolved or dealt with or, um, uh, put together with a, with a bow, a fancy ass bow. <laughs> and, um, that is just not how I fucking roll and, um, not how I believe in, being authentic and, and being in the mess. And today I want to talk about something that is arguably, um, incredibly unfinished. And I don't know that it ever will be finished because it is something that we perpetually navigate as human beings. And that is the topic of shame. Shame is something that I have spent a lot of time sifting through personally and also, a lot of time researching, um, and, and, and being in a space from an educational standpoint, I have, um, so much, uh, incredible, uh, uh, respect and, um, and way deeper self-awareness as a result of all of the incredible work of Brene Brown's, um, research on shame. If you are not familiar with her work, um, I cannot recommend her enough, her books, her TED Talks, her um, Netflix special, um, or or just reading about the work that she has done on shame and, and, and understanding uh, what the fuck it even is because so many of us live with so much darkness around um, moments in our lives, around pieces of ourselves where we carry this weight, this shame, and it lives with us and it perpetuates and it impacts our lives in so, 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 so many ways that often are um, unconscious, that often we don't even understand um, or realize. Uh, So often um, what I call, uh, you know, numbing um, in, in various ways, such as, you know, for me, a, a lot of years was, um, disordered eating and, um, and, uh, disordered relationship with, with fitness. 
specifically my binge eating and, and yo-yo dieting, um, so much of that, um, and many other, uh, external actions that I, I've made in my life were to stuff down shame. And, um, a lot of the time, the things that we feel the most shame around, uh, are things that, uh, we've pushed so far down that we sometimes don't even know they exist. Um, um, or, um, they live inside of us so deeply, but today I don't want to talk about shame. Um, you can do so much research, shame, shame as it is. You can do so much research, like I said, into Brene's work, um, and, and, um, and understand more so what exactly, um, what exactly it is, um, and, um, and how it can manifest in you, uh, and and your mental health. Um, and yeah. And, but, but for me, what I want to talk about is not the shame itself, but the potential for shame and how, so many of us, myself included, have made or are making um, decisions or um, taking making steps in our lives, um, not because of the shame of something that has already happened or already exists, but because of the potential for it. It is, it is something that I think we have all experienced and something we know can be all-consuming if we do not um, meet it with love, if we do not meet it with compassion, if we do not meet it with uh, empathy. And and it is something that uh, we are never taught how to do. And also we are taught to move far the fuck away from it, right? Only move in directions that are going to empower you even in the fucking personal development world, it's all about like, uh, bring yourself closer and, and like be mindful and, um, and empower yourself and rah, 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 and all of this like uppy joy. But like, what about, what about like facing your darkness head on and owning that that is a beautiful, important and valid and perfect piece of yourself or pieces of yourself, because we all have both. And when we so focus on what is um, billed as perfect, what is billed as light, we lose pieces of ourself because we are all a combination of everything. And what if our darkness or the potential for darkness wasn't really darkness altogether? Because shame is not about something inherently being wrong. Shame is about our attachment to that thing. Shame is about our fear and our trauma um, attaching itself to, to an action or a way of being or an identity or something about ourselves or a potential about ourselves and choosing to move away from it instead of owning it and loving it and loving it as ourselves. And I have seen so many people in my life and also watch, have watched myself not move and not make decisions and not own pieces of um, our truest selves in order to 
eliminate or reduce the potential for shame. I did that for myself for years and not owning my sexuality. If you remember, it was around this time last year that I came out as bisexual on the podcast um, and that I owned to to the world (laughs) um, a part of myself that I unconsciously for so many years stuffed away around owning out of fear for the potential of shame, for the potential of, well, if I do own this part of myself, if I do, um, if I do admit to myself that this is who I am at a fundamental level, that this is how I love, that this is, um, that this is what, um, what is the fullest and truest and wholest version of me, I could experience shame on the other side of it. And I knew that was true because I had witnessed so many people in my own life, people I love, people that I so respect and have so much um, uh, awe in their experience and just um, have been nothing but supportive and loving towards, watch their experience of owning their identity, of, of, of taking their sexuality into, um, into the light. And I have witnessed the beautiful reactions, the responses like the ones I gave them. And I've also witnessed the darkness of that. And when we take on other people's perspectives, when we take on uh, the trauma of, uh, of other humans or the darkness of other humans in that space, it can lead to us feeling shame for ourselves, for our own beings. And even though I knew that I was so resilient and so strong and so amazing, and even though I am such um, such a believer of owning every piece of yourself and that there is nothing about you that can ever be shameful, and I know that and I say that, I also experience shame in this way and in many other ways in my life, but it was the potential of shame. It was the potential of, okay, if I come out and I own this piece of myself, am I going to feel shame about this? Am I going to hear other people's perspectives and, um, and take that on for me? And the fear of that the fear of um, the fear that popped up every moment when I, you know, throughout my life um, would have, you know, inklings of, oh man, she is beautiful. Or I wonder what it would like to be with her. Or um, I think I'm falling in love with this person and I, uh, I refuse to own that for myself. Or this feels more than a friendship. Anytime those (sighs) 
Ooh, told you I get emotional. Anytime those thoughts came up for me, the potential of shame made it so that I didn't own myself, own my truest self. And now that I'm on the other side of this particular <laughs> path, um, of this of this particular um, journey of owning my true being, I see how much pain the potential of shame cost me. And it is something I witness in humans all the time. And it makes complete sense because uh, we have been so programmed as, as, as human beings to uh, not love and accept all of ourselves and to make decisions out of fear, to make decisions um, not from a place of love, right? Love is the opposite of fear. And so we, when we make a decision that's not out of love, it is out of fear. When we make a decision that is rigid or that is, um, that is uh, in a controlled fashion for ourselves, which I did for so many years in many, many ways in my life, it is often because we are not willing to look at what's really inside of ourselves, to not look at the shame that we are experiencing or the potential for that shame. And I, I know what it's like to live in that space. And it is something that I refuse to do anymore. It's something that I refuse to do for myself. And that's not to say that I will not sift through the shame because that is, uh, I don't think that these feelings are things that we can ever uh, ignore because when we ignore the shame, when we ignore that that exists for ourselves, we are also squashing a part of ourselves. We are also telling ourselves that um, it is not okay to feel these things. And I, I call bullshit on that because all feelings are feelings. All feelings are valid. And it is, um, and shame and the, ex- and the feelings and experiences around shame um, are very normal. And also um, something that lead us to feeling um, a lot of things. Brene Brown says um, shame can often cause people to feel trapped and powerless and isolated. And to me, I hear these words and... Um, I immediately think of the cages we build around ourselves. We all do it, right, in various different ways. And we all do it with a lot of good intention, right? We think that if we... um, if we put ourselves in a box or if we um, build up our walls because of a shameful thing or a potential for entering into a space that could lead to shame, um, that we are um, going to be safe, that we protect ourselves and our heart in that space. And we care so much more about being safe than about being whole. We care so much more about 
protecting ourselves from feeling than about owning that all feelings are beautiful and stepping into our vulnerability. And I get it. Those feelings of being of being trapped, of, of being of being caged, like I think to to a certain extent we we do it in small ways, in, in ways we don't even realize we are caging ourselves, right? It it starts with one small decision or one small, in my case, um, brush off of a feeling, brush off of a moment of electricity, brush off of an acknowledgement of love until we are so caged, until we are so locked in that we explode because we have suppressed and put ourselves in a box in a way that has pushed ourselves away and pushed others away as well in a world that we are not truly living out of love, but out of fear. Ooh, getting sniffly. But if you are in this space, if you are experiencing shame or um, living your life with the potential for shame, out of fear for the potential of shame, please know that you are not alone and that the work here. Um, I don't, I don't have like a a fancy, um, a beautiful answer other than, um, living in a box and, and being caged is not a life I choose. It is a life I've chosen for the better part of 29 years. And it is, um, it is not a life I choose anymore. And it is a life, uh, the life I choose is one where when shame comes up, um, I will choose to move towards the resilience of what that work is. I will choose to do the work around healing, um, the work that I, I, I facilitate in a lot of ways with my clients, but also the work I do with my own self because goddamn, I'm right in and alongside of you. And that's what it is to be human. That's what it is to be evolving. And um, a lot of the of the work that that Brene um, facilitates and that um, that um, she teaches on around shame resilience is cultivating away right feelings away from um, this feeling of being trapped and powerless and and isolated and moving towards connection and empathy and power and freedom which according to, to Brene Brown are, are the emotions that are, are, are opposite of shame. And so when you are feeling and living in the empathy and connection and power and freedom of your life, and when you feel those moments click, move there. Because anytime that you make a decision. And this is this is the beauty of being a human being. We know in our bones. If we actually take a second to check in with ourselves, we know in our bones what we need to do for ourselves. It's when we don't listen and we continue to put another freaking whatever on our on our cage and and box us in even more 
that's when we lose ourselves and we move away. But when we take a moment to listen and say, does this, does this decision or am I, am I moving away from this? And that's really actually causing me to feel more trapped and isolated from myself versus when I own this, does this make me feel more connected to myself? When I make this decision, does this lead me to feel free? To give me the power of of standing in my truth? And when we take a second to literally breathe and check in with ourselves around anything that's happening in our lives, that's, that's the compass, right? That's how we know where to move. And um, I don't know about you, but moving in a space of freedom and in connection to self and to power and to empathy is how I always want to move because that's moving towards love and moving away from fear. And I refuse to live in fear. I refuse to squash myself out of fear. I refuse to make decisions because of the potential for shame. And only because I want to experience love. I really, 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 really want you to know that these dark pieces of ourselves, the shame that we squash in all sorts of ways, um, which can be triggered in all sorts of ways. Brene Brown actually makes a whole list um, that I think is really beautiful and shame triggers can vary obviously between individuals, Um, but there are some triggers that she expresses are are more common than others and, um, and those, the list includes appearance and body image, sexuality, family, motherhood, parenting, professional identity and work, mental and physical health, aging, religion, speaking out, surviving trauma. I bet you that you were listening to that list and you're like, oh, I have a lot of those. We all experience almost all of those. I would say the ha- uh, there, there is, mm, for me on that list, there are three. I, I'm not a mother, other, unless you count Toby, parenting, and I don't particularly navigate the religion, religious world. But everything else, appearance and body image, sexuality, family, personal, professional identity and work, mental and physical health, aging, speaking out, surviving trauma, these are all things that I have and do experience. The potential for shame, the potential for trigger for shame is so high that to constantly move away from it. Where is the logic in that? Right? When that is the world we live in, when there is so many things that uh, we as human beings are constantly brushing up against on the day-to-day basis, lead with love, lead with empathy, and let yourself be whole. And when you can't find that, when you can't hold that space um, for yourself, surround yourself with those who will.
Brene Brown always says, um, you know, uh, a beautiful way of, of, of combating shame is, is vulnerability. She talks a lot about vulnerability, but shame and vulnerability are, are, are basically the two pillars of her work. And, um, and vulnerability is also something that, um, I personally believe, um, in, in maybe more of a, of a, of a global standpoint of being vulnerable. Um, it's just, I, it's where I, um, I live, but there are certain things about myself, certain things about, um, about my life, about me as a human that I still have a lot of shame that I'm working through and, um, reserve that vulnerability for a very small handful of people in my life. And I don't hold it for myself. I talk about it in therapy and I talk about it with, like I said, um, a small handful of humans that I trust, um, that when I echo my darkness, when I echo my shame or my feelings, um, I know that they will and can and do hold me there and meet me there with empathy and love. And they, they are reminders and pillars of moving towards that space instead of away from it. And so I encourage you for whatever you are feeling shame around to find um, or and speak to one person in your life that you um, feel safe to share. Because when we have the courage to voice it and be seen and loved for it, we take away the power of shame one small piece at a time and we give ourselves the gift of love and that's all I ever want for you so that's my heart and uh I am in this work with you (laughs) um this is part of what it means to me to have conscious conversations and um, owning the mess and being in it and um, destigmatizing that this is something to not speak about, um, to the destigmatizing the darkness and the mess of ourselves because it is what makes it is part of what makes us whole, right? Not owning a whole world of ourselves. How can we be whole if we don't own that? And we only own the pieces of ourselves that we feel are acceptable to society, to others. Own your light. Own your dark. It's your light too. And there you have it. Thank you for being here with me. Um, for all the things I I mentioned in today's episode, specifically the, all the um, information around Brene Brown, I'll put in the show notes as well as how to snag your ticket to the summit. Um, if you experience shame um, or are navigating this in your own life, I cannot encourage you to show up in that space more. Um, to me, living your fuck yes life is about uh, navigating the darkness with intention and owning the mess and turning it into light for ourselves and every single guest um, and speaker and facilitator is 
being intentionally brought on to do this work with intention for you in such a powerful way. So I'm really excited to see you there. Again, you can head over to the show notes for that um, and and snag your ticket. Um, and if this episode resonated with you, um, please know that uh, I am always just a DM away if you need to talk. Um, you are not alone. And um, share this with um, on social media. You can tag me um, and let your friends know. Um, opening up a dialogue around shame is something that is not very often done. And um, we need more voices talking about this. Um, and uh, I hope that um, you share with the people in your life as, as a window um, to not necessarily have a conversation with them, but to um, remind them that their shame is perfect and valid and beautiful and that, um, and that's a normal part of life. Um, and, um, yeah, as always, uh, if you have a minute to leave a rating or review on iTunes, it's always so, so appreciated. And until next week, I will see you on the flip side. Bye.